What the deal be, Bracago? Yo, it is a celebration, yatches. Spawnerly is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bracago, y'all. What the deal, be Bracago? This is the Spawn on Me podcast with Khalif Adams. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I'm happy that you're all here rocking with my rocking with me uh, here on this wonderful Thursday. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all washing your hands, washing your butts, dis- social distancing, making sure you're doing all the things you need to do to keep yourselves safe out there in the world. Um, it is a wonderful time in Bracago. Again, we have to give a huge shout out to our lovely folks over at Team Liquid. Uh, for supporting the show for the month of September. Uh, Got to give them love because they are the folks who are giving us some love by showcasing our work and, and making sure that we are uh, in the best of wares, as they would say, uh, looking super funky fresh, as the young kids would say. No young kids say that. No, literally no young kids would say that. That is a very old person thing to say. Uh, I may break dance and also boogaloo. That's what they also say, but they don't say that either. Um, but what I will say is if you missed last uh, week's show uh, with Joe Mirabello uh, from uh, Terrible Posture Games talking about uh, three out of ten, uh, we had a fantastic interview with him. Please go back into the archives and check that out because that was amazingly dope. And we had a lot of fun uh, talking about that for sure. Um, this week is very different. Um, again, I have to say to everyone in Bracago, uh, this is a very cool Thing that we get a chance to share you know i've been hyping this thing up for the past week and a half like three shows already at this point we've been talking about a big announcement that was going to be coming that we couldn't talk about yet because things just weren't in place to be able to do so but all the i's have been dotted all the t's have been crossed uh and we have some really cool stuff they're about to say but before i do that um i, I want to say really quickly the you know the show has been a labor of love for six years now uh it has been very very uh instrumental in doing lots of things in the space i think it's moved the needle in terms of conversations around racing games in 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 the podcast space um i think we've definitely planted many flags over the six years um of building uh not only a a fantastic show but building an audience and building uh some camaraderie within that audience that means um you know, that we have been putting in the work and it's been, you know, kind of benefiting not only me and my family, but to all of you back at home, wherever you may be in, in terms of being Bracago residents and being a part of our family. Um, it has been, you know, something that has given me lots and lots of different things. I have a job because of the show. I have a thing I do that I'm committed to every week. That was the thing I never had before. I don't do that. That's not me. I'm I'm a person who kind of messes things up a lot uh, and, and doesn't get things right. But this has been a thing I feel like I got right. So it's been nice to be able to see that um, become a thing. So uh, my volume is fluctuating for me, dropping kind of low. Oh, I can I can fix that a little bit. Um, but I will say uh, that it has been, again, amazingly cool to do something that feels like it's growing, do something that feels like it has a purpose, do something that feels like it is um, giving something back to the world, which is a thing that a lot of people cannot say. Uh, It's a very rare thing that people can say that they have planted a flag in that way and they're doing that kind of work. 
tonight we get to celebrate um a pretty big accomplishment and a pretty big achievement and a, and a pretty big celebration um because of all that work that got put in i have to of course give massive love to cicero holmes and sharif jackson who helped to get us here uh into this space i would not be here without them in lots of different ways um it is nuts to see just how fast this thing has grown i know a lot of people you know talk about growth in you know ways that are you know based around analytics and based around metrics and all that kind of stuff we have never been a show that has done crazy numbers but i think that what we have done is change the conversation and i think that changing of the conversation has been very very important um so without further ado we're not even gonna play music because i it feels like it detracts from it uh this 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 week usually i'm super hype about getting dope music in it to get the get the mood set uh we're not gonna do that today because i think that it's especially important that we just lay with this and chill with it because it's going to be cool um i get to announce today that Spawnomy fundamentally changes in a very very cool way uh because from now going forward for a while uh we will be joining the fanbyte network fanbyte media and Spawnomy are getting it in together uh so that means that we are going to be doing a lot of work together for the next couple of years uh we're going to be building out some cool programming we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff um and to talk about that new combination of powers becoming this new version of voltron uh, i'll be bringing on some wonderful folks from fanbyte let's do that right about now give it up in the chat everybody for the wonderful folks john warren head of fanbyte media and danielle riendo eic of fanbyte media how are you both doing how's everything going good i mean what an introduction i mean really i'm i i mean you know fundamentally changing i don't know but i i <laughs> we're so happy to have you on board like I don't know. We asked you to come do this thing with us, and I was shocked. I mean, not shocked. I don't know. I should give ourselves a little bit more credit than that, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm so jazzed that you're like into it. So this is, I don't know. This is really cool. So you're right. Yeah. So it's a celebration. It is definitely a celebration. Um, I, again, one of the things that I shared to um, my wife, who, when I told her this stuff was happening, we had like these, we have these really interesting conversations about like the breadth and depth of what is like content. What are we doing with these, with this life? You know, she knows me better than anybody on the planet. And the ability when I, when I told her that this was a possibility of doing this thing, she, she didn't really blink in like the ways that you'd be like, well, well, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. She, of course she said it was a big deal, but the way that she talked about it was like, you deserve this. And that to me was a part that was like bugged out because it's great and it's and it's it's awesome that we're gonna we're finally gonna work together um but it is a, yeah, a very I, special i've been asking you for like two years that's the funny thing for a while. we've been talking <laughs> yeah. about this for a minute and getting this thing done for, in a real a long way time. yeah um but but what i what i what i appreciate and and what i want to uh get into tonight because i want i want you to all i want you both to talk really really well about me i want you to just big me up like i'm dope because it's cool of course stuff. that's easy but you need to do that. It's so easy to do that. But but one of the things, of course, you know, John, I've seen you on numerous, uh, you know, gaming trips and, and and all that kind of stuff. Danielle, I see you like once a year, maybe at E3 when we do the giant bomb right. couch stuff. Like the green room. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's where we met was the giant bomb green room. And yeah. then outside the hotel, like hanging out, like, oh, we're all getting a car back. So 
wherever in LA we're staying kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, oh my for God. sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons that when you approached me about this, um, joining of forces, it was, it was pretty easy for me to say, yeah, like I, I am familiar with both of your works. I am a huge fan of, especially Danielle's work because I followed her from, you know, all the places that she'd been waypoint, oh, wow. all those places. Um, so I was a big fan. And when you, and I knew that when you picked up Danielle, when Danielle moved over to Fanbyte, and then when you asked me to be down, I was like, Oh, Oh fuck. Yeah. This has to happen. Uh, because again, like I'm uh, amazingly, um, uh, uh, not jealous, but it's like envious of the work that you've both done in this space. You've both done fantastic work. Um, so to be, <laughs> so to be a part of that team, uh, now is, is very, 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 very cool. So, um, I mean, if you want to tell the folks at home a little bit about, you know, what's happening now, like what actually goes down now, uh, that, that'll, that'll be super, super cool. Uh, cause everybody in the chat right now was, uh, thank you everybody in the chat. You're all amazingly sweet. Um, yeah. Thanks chat. I, I mean, know. Jen, you construct, I mean, you, you made this happen. I just got really excited about it. I remember, <laughs> I remember us talking about it, like, yeah. you know, earlier yeah. this year and just being like, oh my God, oh, that's no brainer. Like, oh my God, we need to get Khalif. Like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> we need to get Spawn on me. That was like yeah. so essential. And I know you, you're, you're the business mind here. I just, I'm just a content person. I'm just a humble content maker, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I did. I you had did. to actually deal with like the machinations of like, okay, let's make it work, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. I, I did spend too much money on a piece of paper that like grifted a bunch of people and putting me in this, into this position. So it's like, yeah, I did. I earned it, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I think, I think, you know, when, when I wanted to hire Danielle, um, I knew she was super interested in podcasts and that was something that I really wanted to do too. And, and I think like, we'd already have people on board. Like, I love the stuff that we're doing on websites. Like, if you don't know anything about Fanbyte, I'll give you the, the really short, short version is that like, we've actually been around for a really long time. We've built a bunch of like data sites for games and stuff, but really we kind of stopped a lot of that stuff and we really run a few partner sites, but mostly a few owned and operated sites like fanbyte.com, but also like wowhead and they cover world of Warcraft and they're huge. And, and that's awesome. But it's like that talent. We do so much cool stuff on the web. I really wanted to do stuff outside of the web. So we looked at video, we looked at a bunch of stuff, but I think podcasting is really fun. And like Danielle is just like super, super, super into the podcasting stuff was super down uh, in our first interview. Like I remember that, I mean, she was um, like, not to, I mean, we had a few conversations, but like, I knew you were psyched about us in that first interview. Like I was like, okay, we got Danielle. Like this is okay. <laughs> And I mean, literally one of our first conversations about kind of expanding the network, it involved talking about Khalif. Like that was like one of the things and getting spot yeah. on me and seeing if they would be down. So seeing if you'd be down. So like, um, I don't know. It feels cool to like see something and set a goal and then it happens. Yeah. And it doesn't actually feel real for a while. So like, <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm glad the ink is dry, but like, what happens next is, I don't know, you keep making cool shit and we give you some stability to do more, you know? So that's, that's really what it is. And like, you know, I, I think spawn on me represents like the first step in that direction. And it's mm. like, frankly, a way bigger step than I think I expected us to be able to make, <laughs> uh, at first. 
um that there's that bragging on you thing that you asked and and that's that that's the extent there's no more of that i'm doing another thing that the young kids do they raise the roof they raise the roof and they dab by the way in your your intro you're right like you really aged all three of us frankly like we're you know i i know danielle and are like we know those terms but it's because we're all ancient we're good we're all a little old we're all a little old yeah it's yeah, fine. yeah yeah no, no doubt but, no doubt but it's like you keep you keep making cool stuff like i've been so impressed with um i, I don't know the breadth of conversations that spawn on me has like shooting the shit stupid bullshit sports triple uh, a games developers really 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 serious shit um like blackness and gaming was like a turning point for like a ton of people that kind of saw the work that you do and the work that you're showcasing with like a lot of other creators in the space. And it's like, come on, no brainer for, for us to, to bring you on. So we're, we're super happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm psyched because for a couple of different reasons too, is that one is one of the things that we have constantly tried to figure out and, and have been hoping to do is get bigger. Um, of course, joining a network um, usually gives you the ability to not only get bigger from a number standpoint, but from a visibility standpoint. And I remember the first time you you kind of had our first conversations and I was like, I was like, I know what John does. Let me let me go look at the numbers on the site, like whatever they have on there. That's just like, here's our about. Like, what do we do? And I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot of people who look at, <laughs> look at Fanbyte every day. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, there's a lot of fear. I'll say that. I can't say that for. I mean, that's wildly, yeah. <laughs> 20, like you were saying at the top of the hour, like 2020. You were saying it earlier on the the Twitch thing. Like yeah. 2020 has been good for us. It feels weird to just say that, but but it but it. I don't know. We're we're in a good spot for what we're doing, and and I'm happy that we're able to do do cool stuff with it. So yeah, so I'm 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 excited not only at that. The fact that we get to bring Spawn of Me to a new audience and, and, and broaden that, that conversation out to more people. Um, one of the things I'm actually the most excited about is trying to figure out a way to get on Fan Fight uh, so, oh. we can, so we can talk about sports and stuff uh, in, a, in a way that we can actually do it and not have people freak the hell out that sports got pulled into a podcast by people who don't necessarily <laughs> always talk about sports. Um, people do get a little mad about that and it's like they they, but they're they're both wonderful things can't we all get along can't we all enjoy i know all sorts of things <laughs> <laughs> they're like why would you do that who talks about <laughs> sports that's not a thing that people do and i was like it's a good thing that a lot of people do actually Khalif, uh, you can come on fan fight anytime you want yeah like see, anytime you want you can be on fan fight like I'm down. This can happen. We can, this is the beautiful, you know, thing about collaboration and joining a network. Like you can now like guest upon yes. whatever show you can yes. come hang out. You can like chill with us. You can tell us what you think about everything. Like, and we're excited about it. So I'm down. I might just sit in the back thing. and just, and just sing old Negro spirituals in the back <laughs> and, just, and just hang out, say random things that you would hear in a Tyler Perry movie just for the fuck of it. Just like you know, why not? Does the sky is the limit right now? We can do anything really we is. want. It truly is. It truly is. This is a beautiful moment. So, so give the folks at home a little bit of information about some of the shows that occur. So, a step back really quick. So, yeah. uh, for the folks at home who don't know, 
uh, people in the chat are saying the BSN is coming back. Yeah, the, the, the Chicago Sports Network is definitely coming back. I have a thing to talk about at the end of the show about that, too. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Which is super okay. cool. Yeah. Um, but for the folks who... Oh, I, I just messed that up. We're going to be one of the first... We are the first external podcast to join Fanbyte, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. we've... We've worked with folks that are kind of outside our, our circles before to like collaborate with us. But I mean, in terms of like an extant thing that we've gone out and, you know, partnered with. Yeah, you're the first. And it's a big one. I'm, I'm breaking, big. breaking new ground, breaking new ground, big, big. Which, which is super, yeah. super, super cool. Yeah. Um, for the folks who don't uh, know about the other shows that are on the network, it gives them a little bit of taste of what that is so that they can, you know, they're going to be coming over to, to hear us too, but we want to make sure we spread the love around. So we got to make sure that everybody, all, all the shows get some love. So what, what are some of the shows on the network right now currently? Of course. And of course you can find all of them on fanbite.com slash podcasts, that handy URL for all of these amazing things. But we've got, we've got so many podcasts for you. We have 99 potions, which John, do you want to talk a little bit about 99 potions? You're on 99 potions. I'm on 99 Potions with Natalie Flores and Steven Strom, and uh, we talk about RPGs every week. I did I did talk about The Bouncer, which is not an RPG, for like 10 minutes. But if you remember the that bouncer. 2000s wow. or, uh, beat him up, I did talk about that the other day. That's but, super uh, good, too. Uh, but but yeah, we like uh, we talked about Final Fantasy 16 right before the trailer dropped, and we're like mostly wrong about what we saw. So... <laughs> Like, if you love a podcast that comes out every week that we're mostly wrong about something, um, check that out. 99 Potions is a blast. It's, like, one of my favorite things that we do on my network. So, yeah. It's extremely good. John, also, I'm just go. I'm going through. I'm, like, looking at our thing, and I'm, like, here we are. You also do Fan by Daily, which is the news. You do a daily news oh, podcast. Yeah. I do news every day. Uh, every weeknight, I read the news in 10 minutes or less, and... Um, the most time consuming part of my day but i really like it if you like to ch- it's like kind of a chill if you want to chill at the end of the yeah. day with like it is super happened. chill yeah it's 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 nice and you get to hear the dulcet tones of my voice with a with a nice little track underneath it so yeah i think it, I think it. it beautiful that little like vaporwave underneath it's it's a delight um yeah. we also have fan fight which is one of my babies uh, Fan Fight is a podcast, F A N F Y T E, just in case, uh, where it's myself and LB Hunk Tears, who's our pro wrestling section head. We have a whole pro oh. wrestling section on the site. And I'm a huge MMA fan, submission grappler, and MMA fan. And so I bring an MMA fight every week, and LB, they bring a pro wrestling match every week. And I know nothing about pro wrestling other than what I've learned in this podcast, and they know nothing about MMA other than what they learn. And oh, so we so like. Good bring it together in this beautiful like we call it like the predator handshake meme of like two worlds <laughs> like coming together <laughs> that's like that's the pitch of, of of fan fight we have a lot of fun on fan fight we also have fan with which is like our main podcast our flagship show it's games and and a lot of bullshit so it's like whole lot of games whole lot of bullshit a lot of fun we talk about a lot of pop culture stuff and of course we always go down some little rabbit hole with like oh did you know that Sonic did this in 1992, and it's it's fascinating every time. It's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, we also have office hours, which we have in two flavors. John, do you want to talk about the West Coast flavor? We have we have West Coast office hours, which usually devolves into at least this past week. It devolved into like the different um, theme parks that are in Los Angeles, which is like appealing to I don't know. 15 fucking people like it's 
<laughs> nothing. Um, but I, I love that. But like, I, I, like Office Towers is kind of our chill zone. It's not really yeah. chill either, though. It's more like um, the editors and writers of the site kind of turn off their brains and just kind of talk to each other about stuff, which is fun. So yeah. that's that's we sometimes talk about games, but mostly we talk about total horseshit on the oh show, so. now that now that you brought up that particular angle that particular topic i need to get on the east coast version of that conversation yeah so oh yeah east oh east my god here. talk about all the yeah. death traps on the east coast that i used to go to, to go. <laughs> oh my god so good oh i'm not even gonna say them out loud i'm gonna hold them for the show i'm gonna do it oh yeah. please oh, please we would so love good. to have you on Absolutely, oh. and and please tell us about all the many <laughs> all times you've cheated time. death Yo. on horrifying carnival rides. Oh my God, there are so many memories that have like traumatically changed me forever. I think it might be the reason why I love horror actually as a genre of oh. everything, is because oh. of Rye Playland, aka the place that Big was shot at the end of that movie. Oh, no. um, <laughs> so lots of things to talk about. Lots of things to talk about. Incredible. Well, I, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, oh, yeah. Our other main show is You Love to See It, of which we have a couple of little offshoots. We have a podcast about anime with Merrick Kay and Eric Thurm. Uh, and we also have You Love to Scream It. That's all like in that feed, though. So we watch movies, TV shows. We talk all about them. It's basically a rewatch podcast, um, but with you know one dedicated feed for horror, one dedicated part for anime, and one dedicated part for any movie we feel like which has been a lot of 90s movie like this week was the crow we've recently done uh mm. color out of space we've recently done the wizard the 1989 nintendo commercial so a lot a lot of good stuff there just so <laughs> many wonderful things <laughs> that's so yeah. good that's so good that's so good because yeah. i oh man i yeah i'm saying like we had the, the horror stuff the cr oh, yeah. like the yeah. crow October should be good. October <sighs> yeah. Danielle's got a lot of stuff planned. Oh. So Oh yeah. We gotta have okay. the Gleef tour. A lot of good so, Shocktober like, stuff that you are yeah. more than welcome Ooh. to be a part of. Please. Okay. Yeah. That, that has to happen. That that has yeah. to be a thing. Cause I, I again I'm a huge, huge horror fan. So getting more people to talk about that stuff so I don't have to torture my wife about that will be amazing. <laughs> oh, is she not? She is not, not a horror, a horror fan? fan. So my so my so my dear beloved wife, I think she might still be in the chat. Oh, there she goes. Uh, yeah, she's saying it right now. She's like, oh, I'm so happy I have to deal with that shit. Um uh she was a she she used to be a social worker. So uh one of our first conversations about like my demented mind was uh we were first starting to date and she came in the room and I was playing Mortal Kombat, and of course Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat. And the like the like turn to like square up to the camera in real life was like I don't know if I signed up for this shit. And I was like uh, I was like, yeah. oh, you have no clue. Like Mortal Kombat is like the the like least like worrisome thing in terms of the horror stuff that I watch or gory stuff yeah. I watch, you have no clue. Um so yeah, you might have saved a marriage in that way. Uh, even with having that, even that with having in the space, so that's pretty dope. Um, I'm so proud of us. I'm saying we, we make podcasts, we help marriages. You know, we do what we can. <laughs> That's our new tagline: we help marriages. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness, uh, Nikki! If you're in the chat, will you please just do a graphic? That's we help marriages. For example. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so one of, one of the only like one of the only requests that I had from a uh, like if I join, here's the thing I'm hoping for, um, is uh, you know most podcasts have ads in them. That's going to be a thing from time to time. Uh, we will have that and it'll actually be in the right spots this time. So you don't just randomly get the <laughs> Twitch version of ads in your podcasts yeah. too. Uh, that was happening before we moved over. Um, but I told, I told John and, and, and Danielle was like, I know we've made it when we have a mesothelioma ad in, in one of the shows. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want one of those old ass medic alert bracelet ads in, in one of the shows just for the hell yeah. of it. Just so I can say like, Hey everybody that's how you that's how you know we're making big big moves right now we have we have <laughs> really sense. really old 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 people ads in this joint <laughs> yeah. it's like the one where you get to just like hang out and you know i fell and all this stuff anyway there, that's all like jeopardy like the ads ones. that play during jeopardy yes <laughs> oh yeah oh. like yo fam like look if we can get a squatty potty ad <laughs> if we can get a squatty potty ad yo like yeah. let's work on that yeah i'm saying because i'm I, hey i just had my birthday what is it like almost a month ago at this point i made 42 you know thank you everybody thank you thank you universe I made it to 42 um but man all the things hurt so now i have to actually get some of the stuff that i used to laugh at you know some of those yeah. ads so yep. that'll be that'll be a very very interesting thing I mean, for i still have a doctor's appointment once a year where they're just like i'm i i tell them something's wrong they're like your body's breaking down you're 35 <laughs> i'm like oh all right all right no that's cool that's fine thanks thanks folks thanks, thanks. so much appreciate it thank you yeah. yeah thanks thanks for telling me that stuff out loud and proud um yeah i think i think i think the last time i went to the doctor they just kind of just laughed and they were just like, "Yes, that's cool, that's nice." <laughs> I mean, we hope we hope you make it home. <laughs> Did someone drive you, you here? <laughs> Did someone drive you here? Because I don't know how you're gonna get home, fam. Those used to be knees. I don't know what that is now. <laughs> I was like, who who has bubble wrap in this office? No, those are my knees. Oh, no. oh, those. I used to have those. Um, it's actually really nice to see. <laughs> this turned into. <laughs> This turned to the geriatric Khalif podcast. It did. I love it. It totally All did. The young people in chat are just looking at each other like, I, I don't. I, don't. I know. I know. What, well, here's the thing, too. Not joint, not joint medicine. <laughs> Glycosamine. You just randomly say shit. It just like doesn't have an actual meaning for you, but you know it means something to somebody else. But I think, um, again, this is a wonderful segue that actually didn't work. But uh, but getting back to the actual <laughs> combining of powers here, <laughs> um, if there was beside like if there was a thing that we are really excited that you wanted to kind of do, because I, th I think it opens us up now to a lot of different opportunities to do various stuff. And I think that even from a uh, spawn on me perspective, um, you know, once the world opens up uh, in, in, in that way, that's hopefully yeah. going to do soon. The thing, one of the things I'm most excited about is kind of like working together at shows and stuff because it, yeah. it's it's always been yeah. one of those things where you know i've had i've had the team with me or i've you know for most of the time that spawn of me has been alive i was doing a lot of that work on my own and going to those shows uh, by myself but now i'm like oh we can do so much cool stuff on the road when that thing happens so that's going to be super yeah. super super cool too oh, yes and you're, yeah. here's yeah. the other thing, Cleef. You're so much better at talking to strangers than I am. Like I'll watch you at these things, 
and he just like walk up and ask people stuff and i'm just like oh fucking word he's just gonna go ask? oh shit i didn't know i could do that like i'm so bad at those things i'll just watch you that's like honestly that's 90 percent of why i want to do this partnership i was just like Khalif's just gonna go ask these questions to these people that i'm scared of that's that's what this is I didn't even know I could do that. So yeah, no, I, I'm excited to get, I'm excited to do a lot of stuff at shows. Like whenever shows are shows again. Yeah. Which by the way, y'all, I don't know when the fuck that's going to be to be, I'm just kind of looking around at how things are going, but, Yo. um, but yeah, it'll no, happen like, eventually. Right? It'll happen, well, you know, it's, it's like that old, uh, Conan O'Brien, uh, bit back in the day where before we got to the year 2000, it's like, in the year three, it's going to be 3000 now. Cause you motherfuckers Man, don't know how to do shit. We, we, the, okay. Okay. We talked about mesothelioma, joint medication, Conan O'Brien bits from before 2000. Like the breadth and depth of knowledge in this brain. Now that I get to share with other people who understand how weird the fuck I am, uh, it's going to be amazing. A it's going to be so, so it's good. good. It's going to be cool. We were, I mean, we just posted some footage last night of us at PAX in Boston this yeah. past winter. First of all, that, you know, seven months ago. Years. I know. Um, but we were all just kind of like, we were in Slack just being like, man, remember places and being together? Yeah, that was fun. You know? That was nice. So whatever it does open up again, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to do something. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good footage of us in a grocery store. Uh, where we were so yeah. the New Yorkers were so excited to be in like a grocery store and not like a very small version of a grocery store. Right. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, Nikki Nikki Grayson, who is our social editor plus, was talking in the chat about how excited he is to go to go to things again. So we're gonna have yeah. a very we're good time to, when that. Yeah, happens. for sure, for sure. Now it feels like we get to roll deep too. Now it's like, oh, we have crew now. Ooh, yeah, we, have, we have a crew. Yeah, we got a squad. We're coming for you, a point giant bomb, and everybody else. We're coming for you. Hey, I said you it out said loud. it, not me. But you're I right. Said it. We are coming. For you. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I said it. You're gonna need three couches, damn it, for all of us to be on the goddamn thing. Anyway, just saying. Anyway, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna run an ad again. Thank you to the wonderful folks over at Team Liquid uh, for supporting the show. Um, go over to tl.gg/store. Use the code spawn for a discount they are celebrating their one year anniversary of their marvel collection uh so massive love and shout out to them and then when we come back from the break we're gonna talk about the playstation 5 nonsense that happened over the past 48 well not even 48 hours at this point 20 27 and a half hours <laughs> of booty butt cheeks nastiness nonsense that just happened over the, over the internet so we'll be, we'll be right back after this again this is spawn on me podcast we'll be right back A hero is often thought of as legendary. A figure of divine descent. Someone endowed with great strength or ability. Someone who's admired for courage, outstanding achievements, and noble qualities. For some, the journey seems like it has no end. No light. No more fight to give. It's in those trying times that heroes are born. That champions rise up. That legends are forged. 
when obstacles turn into opportunities. No matter the circumstance, no matter the journey, there's always one thing that reigns true. A drive to be the best. That's what makes a hero. It doesn't matter how many times you fall. It matters how many times you get back up. So we are back with the news. The 411 is here. We have guests again, head of Fanbyte Media, John Warren, and EIC of Fanbyte Media, Danielle Riendo. We have a lot of stuff to talk about because of, wow. The past 24 hours, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. I'm delirious right now i've been up since 5 45 this morning trying to get a goddamn 3080 card that i got yeah because i'm stupid wild too because huh? i'm an idiot anyway oh <laughs> um, but again the you know yesterday there was a whole conversation about you know uh xbox has shown their hand they had, had given a lot of people their information about you know what the box is going to do what games you're going to wind up seeing you know they had some of their uh and that's, that wasn't a press conference but it was like a a, a press uh, only piece of, of content that was supposed to go out got leaked a little bit early, but we still learned a little bit more about the Xbox Series S. Uh, and again, the conversation was all about what was going to happen with Sony. Uh, they have all the momentum in weird ways because they haven't shown anything, but they still had like massive amounts of momentum, which was super, super weird. But with that, they also had all the space they had all the energy in the room to be able to do whatever you want you could have vince mcmahon the fuck out of that and just walked in and been like yo i got all this and there's nothing anybody else can do and they had their press they had their oh, was it a press a showcase they had their showcase yeah and i i'm really baffled to be honest about what the initial idea was when they went into their room was like all right so here's the final cut y'all we put this bad boy in premiere and it's coming out the other side and now we're ready and it's done and this is what we're going to show the world with two months away or two being two months away from their launch oh god yeah I, i'm curious to hear your 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 thoughts about what you thought from what you thought about the showcase you know, do you feel like they kind of hit the mark? You know, where where your feelings now after having seen everything that they 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 talked about? Uh, I'm going to go to you first, John. About what, what do you think about this the Sony PlayStation uh, showcase? They certainly hit a mark. I don't know if it was. <laughs> I don't know if it was the mark. Uh, they hit a guy named Mark. <laughs> they hit a guy named Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. They hit Mark Cerny. I love it. Um, yeah, I I thought it was actually a really strange. Uh, showcase um yeah. one they i think they have ubisoft disease where they can't get a video right 
ahead of time. Yeah. Um, like they can't like, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff that was just like wrong, like uh, about what was, you know, they had all this time and they said, uh, um, demon souls is coming to PC also. And then they had to immediately be like, Oh fuck. No, it's not. Why did we even say that? You know, um, there, there was a lot of weird stuff. There was, I don't know. I don't want to get too spicy, but I, I also thought it was super strange that like they very carefully omitted certain things that were then just posted to Twitter afterward. Right. From one person. And that's a very specific like tactic that they took. So yeah, th- there was just a lot of strangeness about the presentation itself, but like, I also don't know. There was a lot of scuttlebutt on Twitter. I feel like before the, the actual presentation that seemed to indicate that insiders knew that they would have some sort of advantage over Xbox by the end of this presentation. Right. Right. And I could not put, I could not possibly tell you what they thought that was after that presentation. Cause <laughs> right. I was like, Okay, so the box is as expensive as the other one, unless you get the digital one, which are in short supply. It has basically the same number of games on it as the Xbox, and it doesn't have Game Pass on it. <laughs> yep. yep. All right. You know, like, and and then they then then they introduced a bunch of games that we just knew that were gonna, you know, God of War. They're like, we got one more thing, God of War Two. God of War is one of my favorite games of 2018. Yeah. But like. We knew, like we 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 knew, right? For like, you know, that they're just like, this is it. And I'm like, yeah, we know, man. Like, we know. Like, I don't know. They just didn't show me anything that was extraordinary or game changing. I mean, like the EA stuff on Game Pass, yeah. coupled with the fact that you've got this financing option for Xbox. It's like, I'm not a big console wars person, but it's like Sony really isn't tr- like attempting to make it a difficult decision to me which is right interesting yeah so yeah danielle thoughts yeah I, well for me two things stand out um one games are going to be more expensive now we're, we're doing the 70 dollar thing uh, yeah. which is uh, an again thing because i remember n64 games being 70 dollars. but again right. i'm 300 years old so you know um <laughs> I I do think that's going to affect folks a lot. Like that does suck. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I also am not an an economist, but it, that is like, oof, that is that is going to be tough. And yes, again, with Game Pass, uh, some other options that folks have to play most of what's going to be here. Uh, that that might seriously make that decision for a lot of folks. Um, I will say now this is because I'm Ms. Immersive Sim. Uh, of the universe Deathloop looks amazing (laughs) and I was very happy to see like a much more in-depth trailer of Deathloop and some of the story content and some of the fun like setting up a run kind of thing Uh, that looked incredible to me and I'm probably gonna play a thousand to fifteen hundred hours of that game so (laughs) that got my heart racing in a way nothing else during that entire presentation did uh, but the seventy dollar thing was like, ooh, that's that's gonna be a bummer for a lot of people, and that's oof, oof. I don't know what's going on strategy wise here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and the, there was a lot of actually interesting and good conversations around the economics of the seventy dollar game, right? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm of the the era of the Neo Geo that had one hundred and twenty five dollar carts, oh, right? Yeah, you know, like those yeah. things were amazingly expensive also they were coming from across the ocean so it was a really different conversation that happened within that within that ecosystem and within yeah. that within that broader conversation i yeah. uh the the thing i felt like they did within that show which i thought was actually pretty interesting was 
um, in contrast to Xbox's conversation around, you know, multiple forms in which you can get the games that you want to play. Sony has done this really interesting, like double down on tradition, right? Where they're just like, we're going to stick to exactly what we know. We're going to give you big blockbuster games like, you know, like Spider-Man or, or something like that. We're going to, we're going to do those things um, and give you that stuff. Um, you know, and then, you know, hopefully that'll be enough with the exclusives that we have to, to get you into the fold in that space. My question to both of you is, and in, in this isn't the like, who are you picking? You know, which one is better? But I think like sure. more of the, which one feels like it's listening to the room and, and feels like it's kind of like understanding the space now. Danielle, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. My gut reaction to say, is to say that the folks at Xbox and Microsoft have a yeah. better read on what more more people want actually yeah. at this moment and maybe what more people can afford at this moment and what makes sense for them. Um, yeah, that's my gut reaction immediately. John, do yeah. you want to also respond? Yeah, I, 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 I get the sense from Sony that they're they're doing the whole like, you know, we're good. We won the last generation. We're good. Hmm. <laughs> We're good. We're gonna do the thing We're again. Great. You know, so so I think in that standpoint, they're they're legitimately not listening to the room. I don't mean that like I don't think either corporation is like doing right by the consumer or whatever. Like I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't think I don't think yeah. being on the hook for a, a console for twenty four months is like doing right by by a consumer necessarily. But I also am like, you know, I've seen threads from people who grew up with low income households who were like. I couldn't, I literally couldn't afford a console. Yeah. And now yeah. like I pay 50 bucks a month for my phone. If I want to pay less than that for the next console and a ton of games, I can do that. I can afford it. And it's like, I hear that and I'm like, ah, okay. Like that makes sense. Like that, that's not that, that seems to be reading the room of at least like we're in the middle of a pandemic. There is some calculus being done when people are looking at staring down the barrel of spending a thousand dollars in a holiday season that they don't have. Yeah. If Xbox is like, you can just get it for 35 a month or 25 a month. It's like, ah, all right. Well, that seems like a no brainer for people to walk into a GameStop and go, that's, that's what I want. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, one of the, they, one they of the, not exist in a month, but yeah. Yeah, and I, and I I guess the the and I've I've had of course the the internet um gets gets mad at me when I talk about how good Xbox Xbox Game Pass is and I get that initial rebuttal of well where the games at and I'm just like first of all stop shaking your neck at me I'm an adult I'm older than you <laughs> stop that shit <laughs> and then second of all I'm like well you have to understand and I talked about this a little bit about um on on Twitch Weekly or on the Weekly on Twitch earlier today was. Microsoft and Sony are doing two different things. They're not doing the same stuff. I remember literally being in a room with Phil, with Phil Spencer yeah. five years ago, maybe at this point at GDC, where they literally had a big ass map of all the things they were trying to figure out and do. And yeah. Game Pass and xCloud is the, you know, coming to fruition of all those things. And I think it's one of the things that I don't know if even the gaming media has really wrapped their brains around in a good way to be able to share with the with the consumer of how different the the strategy is right now between what Microsoft and, and Sony is doing. John, you wanted to, to, to respond to that? 
I, I just, Phil Spencer is such an interesting figure to me because, like, I, I genuinely believe he thought he could get Project X Cloud on, like, on Switch, which yeah. is, like, something that he kind of, like, I genuinely believe he thought he could do that. And there's something cool about that, just that, like, you know, we're going to try shit and see how it goes. And, like, mm. I think they probably have, they have so many irons in the fire that from a corporate logistics standpoint, I just know that they don't have everything figured out. I just yeah. know it like they, they can't. But right. like the fact that they're trying this and the fact that by all by all slash most accounts, the Project X Cloud stuff seems pretty cool. Yep. Like you were saying it, you were talking about it earlier today on the on the Twitch show. Like it, it seems cool. Like everyone that's open and is trying it is like, oh, yeah, this isn't Stadia. Like this is <laughs> yes. like a different thing. <laughs> that's and the I'm phrase big, right there. Big, yeah. Big critic. Yeah. And I'm a big critic of Stadia. Like that thing just fucking doesn't work. Right. Sorry, but it's like the Project X Cloud stuff. I I go well. It's going to be the same thing, and people are like, "That's nah, not," you know. And mm-hmm. they seem to be putting in the legwork to actually create an ecosystem. And they they genuinely seem to not care that I go buy an Xbox in a way. Yes, they just care that I I'm into I'm in the Game Pass system. I I use more Game Pass stuff on PC right now than I do on Xbox, and I don't think they care. Oh, interesting. Like, I just think they're I think they're they're psyched about me being on the hook and like, you know, I don't know what the bottom, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, I don't know what the financial aspect is. And Sony, Sony spoke to that earlier today. They they made a statement that said like the Game Pass model just doesn't work for us. And How, what they kind of alluded to, they kind of alluded to the idea of like these games cost a ton of money. We need them to, co- to cost, you know, they need, we need them to sell a certain amount huh. and we need to recoup that money. And they're just being really fairly rigid about their own pricing models. And it's like, I get that in a sense, but I also look at what Microsoft's doing and I was like, at least we're trying something different. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I mean, one of the things that I think even, you know, the, the conversation around the PC, which again, got bubbled up a lot because one, the first thing that they showed in the whole showcase was like, yo, this game is running on an emulator. That's supposed to be what the PS five is supposed to run. My man, look, I like, if you had, (laughs) I'm about to get to my old black man bag real quick. It was like, (laughs) I was like, it was like, I went to the store and I was like, yo, I know I'm supposed to get collard greens with this and these greens ain't it. These are, these are, these are mustard greens. These ain't collards. I don't know what you're trying to give me right now. This ain't it. <laughs> um, you told me to give me one thing and I didn't get the other thing you gave me. But the thing that I, that I wanted to pull back on was yes, there was this conversation about like the little blurb underneath it. Like, yes, it's coming to PS five and also PC. Right. Microsoft <laughs> on that other side of the fence, which I think is really interesting. And I don't think that people understand is when it talks about the ecosystem, people put PC in this other box, right? It's like, right. oh, this other box that is not the console and is not Microsoft. And I'm looking at everyone who says that like you're you have three heads because you're already in the Microsoft ecosystem. You're playing it on yeah. Windows. You're playing yeah. these game in, on Windows. You're already in the ecosystem. What are you talking about right now? It's super, super weird that people don't make that make that distinction. But it is a thing that, again, uh, a thing I shared on the, the the Twitch show was like it's ecosystem versus system. Ecosystem, Microsoft mm-hmm. system is Sony. Um, 
one of the things that I did come away with besides them talking about the 499 for the disc version and the disc less version, the digital one being 399, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, we're showing a little bit of uh, Miles Morales's game. If you're listening to, to, to the show uh, in audio format, um, of course, they showed the big blockbuster games again. You know, uh, Miles Morales was one of those for sure. I think that was a pretty big one. Um, Demon Souls was another one that I thought, you know, okay. showcased whatever the system is going to do really, really well. Um, and they ran for about 30 minutes with like back to back to back to back joints, right? Which I thought was pretty smart in terms of what people wanted. I tweeted this, I tweeted this out super, super caps all everywhere and was like, if they don't show the goddamn box in the next 30 minutes, I'm going <laughs> to lose my mind. And I feel like, again, even the, even those Microsoft right now is trying to figure out how they're going to pull something out of their behind with an exclusive, how they're going to figure out to keep people excited about Halo, um, you know, whenever that winds up coming out with all the, you know, air quote controversy that happened about the, the way it looked. Sony dropped some good joints about the, the games they had, but again... Yeah no one knows the small minutia of what this is what's going to happen when you get that thing home you turn it on and it does a thing that to me is super weird i don't know how to feel about that i'm curious about how badly you think they kind of botched that part of the of, of the of the show because that's a huge deal for i think for people who are like again worried about their dollar the you know what are you going to do with this thing on a consistent basis besides play the games it's a big part of that, a big part of that conversation. D Danielle, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about, you know, you know, what, if you could be in the mind of a Sony exec to be like, we're not, we're not yeah. going to show the box. Right. It's, it's wild. And it's also, aren't you trying to get those early adopters right now? Yeah. Aren't you trying to get tech people who are very interested in specs? Are you trying to get folks who are very interested in the numbers and, and you know, the folks who are looking at digital foundry stuff and like comparing and contrasting how things look in different systems? That's the weirdest part to me. I mean, I fully admit, like I, I've become a Luddite. I'm so old that I've become like, oh, I just wish one thing did everything. You know, I've, I'm one of those people at this point in life just because I'm like, I don't want to buy things. Just give me give me the thing. I'll buy things piecemeal. Uh, but I, I respect and understand that a lot of people really do care about the specs when they're dropping a lot of money on a box that they're hoping will survive and keep playing games and keep having games for them to play for five, six, seven, eight years, however long the, the next console cycle lasts. You don't want to buy something and then just be like, well, it's, you know, the next failed console kind of thing, which, you know, I, I respect that. I understand. You don't want a very expensive paperweight, uh, of course. Right? I mean, John, <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts about not actually showing the box? I mean, we know what it looks like, but I mean, like, they didn't go through all the stuff that you actually kind of care about like no UI you know my, none of that stuff you know what my hottest take is is that <laughs> I think they hate the design of it huh <laughs> like, I think they do they I think I think they like possible. I think they like got through a year like the past year and they're like we're doing it we're making this fucking weird box <laughs> it's got it's got a pop collar and a controller <laughs> that looks too big like we're gonna do it and it it's gonna really look good it's not gonna look like a refrigerator like it's cool like it's really cool and then they, oh. start, they started just like showing it places and it's like this thing looks like a router like this thing looks like a router <laughs> oh, i don't know sure like, 
I like, I just don't, I don't know. I think they're like the lit, lit, like they show these like super close ups of it. And, and, and by the way, the interior texture of it looks like a popcorn ceiling of an old apartment. It does. It does. Like, it's it's so strange to me. And, and I think like, I don't know if they want to get in. That is the weird thing is that like, we always heard like, oh no, the PlayStation five is going to be really powerful. Mm -hmm. But then, then it kind of shifted to like, it's the SSD. Right. It's the SSD mm. that's the game changer. And then they showed that Ratchet Clank demo, which if I'm reading between the lines, seems to be the best indicator of this system's potential yep. than anything else that's being shown. Yep. Um, and it's not that sure. Demon Souls doesn't look great. It's not that Miles Morales looks amazing on PS5. That, yeah. that game looks great. Uh, I can't wait for that. The only good Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe they're. It's kind of like what we were talking about with with their with their tactic of everything else. It's just like here are the games and here's the box that plays them. Maybe they just got away from that because maybe they just got away from the system specs because they just figured the games were going to sell themselves. But like the, that early adopter stuff, like they showed that side by side of the two launch games. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, and and I'm just kind of like. There's one key difference between the two, and it's like Demon Souls. There's Miles, Miles Morales, but you can get that for PS4, also. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It, I, I don't know why they got away from it, but with the the offerings at the very beginning being so similar, you would think that they would start to call attention to the differences between the boxes. I mean, the the other part of that conversation that I found to be super weird was like, yeah, when they do that side by side of whatever the games are that's going to be on at launch. Weirdly, the biggest get is Deathloop for, for, for PS5, which I'm super excited about and, and really hyped about. But it is, again, like the pickings are real slim when it comes to like, you know, non-known entities that we knew we were going to get. And people are like, Kali, why are you hating on this thing? And I was like, I'm not hating. I just know what I'm going to get already. And you had an ability to yeah. kind of show and, and give me a space to be able to be wowed, which and this is also a really interesting thing. Um, because now we're out of the Sean Layden era, right? Um, and Sean Layden, for as, you know, whatever you feel about him and, and, and all the stuff that he has done in that space, he is a showman in a lot of different ways, right? And that showman mentality comes through and came through in all the stuff that they used to do. Put this in a big theater when you could put it in a big theater. But even so, like all these little mini experiences that would kind of, you know, supposed to like surprise and delight people and, and, and give people that experience there. It already feels a little bit like now in the Holman Hearst era that some of that magic is a little bit gone in that way. And that feels a little bit different in, in yeah. some aspects too. So it's like, yeah. it could be a, a philosophy from down on high coming down to, to the rest of the folks in the, in the, in the business to say like, we don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to surprise and delight in that way. We will just do the thing that we do. And because we're still on top that we can, we can knock that stuff out in a, in a reasonable way. The couple of things I'm really disappointed with, uh, that we didn't get a chance to see besides of course, UI and a walkthrough of what the experience would be in that mm-hmm. space. So for the thing that they have talked about the most kind of out of all the parts of that system has been the SSD and the dual sense dual sense got no love during that whole press conference. And that to me, if you were to ask me, what's the biggest differentiator between those two systems, it's the dual sense. 
It's the thing that is supposed to make me feel things that I never felt before. That totally sounded like an R&B song. Um, um, that was supposed to like change that in a real way for people. And it, it just didn't get any love at all in that way, which I thought was pretty, was, was pretty weird um, in the way that that worked. I was actually like a little bit surprised that that was not a thing that they even talked about the button on the, on the damn controller that's supposed to do all the stuff that we mag magically just don't know what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, let, let me remind you though, Khalif. Okay, there's a video on the internet of Jeff Keighley for 30 <laughs> minutes doing this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's more, I mean, he's going to really feel it. I mean, I, I, I wonder if they, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I'm also like, they've used this kind of pseudo organic like planted marketing stuff yeah to show off parts of the the specs of the system and the controller and stuff and wonder yeah. if they think that's enough i don't i like no. i don't think that's enough i think they need to start really talking about the stuff that we keep reading about like uh like death loop uh devs released like a thing on the playstation blog that was basically like when you're gun jams you can't push the the trigger down right like is that gonna piss me off? Probably, but like, is that cool? Yeah, yeah that's fucking cool. Like, oh, that's yeah. a really cool implementation yeah. of that kind of stuff. And like, I don't know. Like, Nintendo has fun with their. It, it, as much as I don't like it, they always have fun with their gimmicks. Yeah, like they always show off the boxing. They always show off like the weird stuff you can do with the Joy Cons, and they kind of take a joy in it. And there's a lot of joy that is kind of lacking from the proceedings with Sony. I yeah. Think. I mean, so. that's, that's a perfect segue into the pre-order debacle that happened this morning oh and yesterday. Oh Again, like one of those things, and we're not going to spend too much time on it because it was just a shit show, but I think it again feels like from a top-down perspective, I know a lot of folks in the gaming community, especially on the, on the consumer side, love to give Microsoft shit for... You don't have the games and what am I supposed to play on the thing? And I don't know what it's supposed to do and all this other stuff. And I, and it's reasonable because let's be honest, if we're really calling the spade a spade, their lineup is real, not looking super, super great. Right. In terms of get things getting pushed and all those other things. There are some yeah. things of course, down the line that, you know, a lot of people are excited about, but I feel like there is still a space where there is a right to call that thing out. The thing that Sony has figured out to do is let's just really stay pat and try to figure out how we're going to float until the next game comes out, which is also a weird way to maneuver that stuff. But they've done that in a way where the messaging doesn't line up with doing your launch that way, which I thought to be really yeah. interesting. Like Danielle, I know, I know you, you, you do a lot of work, you know, fine tuning other people's words, uh, <laughs> with, with the work that you do at Fanbyte. You might say, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, right? Of like messaging is a huge deal to get people not only excited, but to inform of like why do you want to build that thing out? Like what's what's right now, what's the thing that you feel like is like super, super lacking in that respect for them? I just neither honestly for me, neither has made a great argument for you need this right now. You mm. need this at launch. You mm -hmm. need to buy this thing. Um, other than the like very obvious and incredibly weird thing of like, I work in the world's weirdest job where we 
need these boxes to do our jobs, right? Like, which is like a position of tremendous privilege. So I'm sure. not trying to like, oh, you know, just in terms of like, oh, as a normal consumer, as a person who loves video games, who loves to play what's new, who loves to play uh, like awesome work that developers have done, like nothing I've seen so far has made me like, you got to get it, kid. Like, yeah. you, you got to go get it. We're, we're honestly, the Switch did. And yes, I'm a Nintendo fan, but I'm also like, obsessed with something like Deathloop, like obsessed with like the cool, weird things that you can do with this new technology, the cool, weird gameplay experiences, the cool, weird, you know, of course, again, immersive sim queen over here. But like, can you imagine some of the systems that you could do with like so much better rendering technology and, and different layers and having different pieces of architecture in different places? So there's an opportunity there, I think, um, to capture your, you know, a person who loves games, but maybe isn't like a super technophile. And they both have really kind of missed the mark for me in terms of make you excited about this tech. Yeah. Um, man, I, it's just super, super disappointing because I, 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 of course, like I, I, I go into all of these things with a certain level of skepticism. I've been around the block sure. numerous times, but I do still get caught up into the hype and I was ready for them to blow me away yesterday. And it felt like not only did they miss the mark, but they were in a different room and they were just like, yo, we're chilling <laughs> over here. Uh, this is where all the finger sandwiches, finger sandwiches are. And y'all can chill out there in the bodega and we ain't going to talk to y'all. Uh, cause we don't need to, um, like press play on the radio ran out. Like, yeah, for real, yeah, for real, right? It was like, yo, what is happening right now? Um, and and I and I'm just, I just, I don't know. Like, it feels like it sapped the the hype out of the room for launch, and that to me is the part that I feel like is the is the kind of saddest part because I, I have an expectation for Sony to yeah. kill this kind of stuff and like, you know, the one that they did pre uh, prior. I thought it was pretty good. Like, you know, people clowned on them for the like dark room yeah. with the, the stuff, uh, very David Blaine esque in, in what they, what they were doing. But I think it, it worked because Sony has like this, we're sexy. We, we have that thing. Um, but it just felt like they just didn't nail that part at all. Um, before we get up out of here though, I, I do want to get your opinions on, you know, what do you think is, you know, we're a, a month and a half out, like less than really two months away. Uh, from from all these things dropping in and, and hopefully getting out of your Best Buy uh, carts, <laughs> if you hopefully got one. Um, how do you, how do you kind of think the launch is gonna is gonna go? Do you think it's gonna be gangbusters in the way that we have an expectation for these things to go, or do you think because of the pandemic, because of lack of excitement, because of you know all the factors that we talked about during the show tonight, that it's gonna be kind of a a whimper as opposed to a blockbuster? Uh, uh, Danielle, we'll, we'll start with you and then we'll end out with John. Yeah, I think there's a case to be made for people who are still in quarantine, people who still have to be in their houses, people playing more games. There's a case to be seen there where, oh, the pandemic actually plays into the favor of Microsoft and Sony, where it's like, look, <laughs> all you're doing right now is playing with your box so here's a new box and like enjoy and like anybody with any disposable income like after a certain level might be interested in this as just like well i don't know i bought the bike that talks to me and makes me work out i guess i'll get this box too uh there's like a case for that for a certain population uh but otherwise yeah i, I think they've missed the mark on the hype they've missed the mark on on a few things here um I kind of I kind of hope it does well and I kind of hope what happens is what tends to happen which is you know 
we get great games the next year. We get yeah. amazing games. Uh, you know, well, of course, again, I won't shut up about Deathloop. That's coming in quarter two of next year. You know, we're going to get amazing games a year later and then everybody else will be like, okay, all right. right. You know, either box is fine. I'll get what I want. I'll get the things that I like and things will be okay in video game land. So hoping they are, you know, again, hoping that, uh, that we just get amazing games. That's kind of what I'm here for. John, John, do you think that the Sony brand is going to get out of its uh, Saturday Night Fever popped collar apocalypse at this point? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I do agree a lot with what Danielle said that like, first of all, something I've been thinking about a lot is the launches of these generational kind of new consoles and stuff. Has has one really actually been that strong since like Nintendo sixty four? Like Mario sixty four came out and that Not was really. like that was like a must have. Like you know, like part of it is just kind of like, well, all right, are you going to get in early? If so, cool. Here's what we have. Like I, I think <laughs> the cool stuff comes next year. You know, like Danielle said, um, I think it'll be fine. I think both of these boxers are going to be fine. Like I, I think they're both cool. I think we'll probably see our first PS5 redesign in like a year and a half. I really oh god! I, just, I really do. The collar will not um, be popped. The collar will not be there. <laughs> It'll just be a little smaller, a little lighter. How how the launch is going to go? I don't know. Uh, I was talking to Eric Van Allen over at uh, US Gamer this morning, and he yeah. reminded me that literally a week before the Xbox comes out is Election Day. So oh yeah, I forgot about. Just that. want to think about like the oh, vibe yeah. of oh. that week after that. Ooh. Yeah, everyone at home, just think about that for a second. You're welcome Ooh, for that reminder. My, that yo, that's just... That, that week is going to have, like, a weird fucking vibe. Talk about I'll the fog, right? Yeah. yeah right, yeah. <laughs> right. The witching hour the, is the here. The witching like, hour is here. Like, you know, that, that election week could go one one of two ways. Yo. And, and, but, you know, whatever. But the, the, the tone of that next week is probably going to be weird no matter what. So, yeah, true. You know, the, the I I think that whole month is wild. You have a ton of games that are coming out the next week too. So like, it's just a, it's just a weird time. And I keep kind of isolating that launch week. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll feel excited again. And then I'm just contextualizing it with everything else. So it's like, ah, it's just gonna be a weird, really strange week. So that's I don't such know. a good point. It's so it's so funny because I've been fighting people about this for god knows how many years at this point but i think you know it's such it's such an interesting space right where it's going to be like it might be the safest thing for your ass to just be in the house playing video games during election during election night and election week and the month's kind of going off so you know and and we're not going to get out of corona before before the end of the year anyway so no oh man that is such a great a great point um those boxes will be fine they're they're both be fine i don't know I, yeah. I that's such a that's such a boring answer but it's like both these boxers are going to play video games or you're going to like them so, yeah 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 I don't know. I, yeah it's it's a lot of stuff to think about everybody in chat and everybody in Chicago and everyone back at home uh listening to the show here in twitch land and in broadcast land and in podcast land again um it's it's gonna be a very very weird 2020 at the end of this bad boy it's gonna be real <laughs> real real weird um but to get you through all that weirdness, you will now have Spawn on Me on Fanbyte, and you will also have the wonderful Danielle Riendo and John Warren 
to bring you some dope content uh, throughout the Fanbyte universe. Again, John and Danielle, thank you so, so much for coming and rocking with me tonight and sharing the celebratory uh, announcement of us joining Fanbyte Media and the Fanbyte Network. Again, thank you so much for coming through and hanging tonight. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Dope, dope, I'm dope. So I'm very, very excited. Um, before we get up out of here, uh, a couple of quick announcements for everybody who is listening. If you are listening to the show, which usually drops on Tuesdays, you would have missed this information, but we had an amazing time and raised a bunch of money for the folks over at Vote Riders uh, during this past weekend. If you are listening to the live show, on Saturday and Sunday of this week, 19th and 20th, we'll be bringing to you almost, well, we have basically 24 hours of content, uh, 12 and 12, uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. And we have a pretty dope lineup of folks who are gonna be rocking with us during our streams. We have the amazing Zombie Kills will be rocking with us for Spawn for Good, Greg Miller of Kind of Funny, Mary Kish of Twitch, who is now, you know, doing her thing. Uh, she got a promotion too, pretty, pretty recently as well. We also have the amazing Malik Forte, Kat Bailey and Mega Rant are just some of the amazing folks uh, who we're gonna have with us for that amazing stream. Again, we're gonna be raising money for uh, the wonderful folks over at Vote Riders, who again, one of the biggest things that we've had a conversation about in the past year, especially this year has been voter disenfranchisement. Uh, vote writers helps people get their IDs so that they can go and vote. Uh, we also, I think we have it locked in that we'll be having the folks over at from a uh, SDGC as well, rocking with us. And we might even snag uh, Brad Shoemaker and Alex Navarro from giant bomb. So, we have a lot of stuff to work on. I am very tired. We have a lot of stuff to do to get uh, things ready for prepped and prepped for the show. Again, um, before we get up out of here, you know, thank you to John and Danielle for believing in what I do, believing in the show, believing on the ethos of what Spawn on Me has been able to do over the past six years and been able to do in many, many spaces. It means a lot to me to have people recognize the work um, and feel like it's good enough to bring into their own fold when they are doing fantastic work. So uh, it is a new dawn in lots of different ways. It is a very, very different space to be doing collaborative work with people again. Uh, and it's also gonna be really fun because then we get to do cool stuff together and some of the stuff we already talked about. So uh, expect to hear more of me in more places uh, and, and get a chance to see Spawn on Me grow in new ways. So again, thank you to everybody in Chicago massive amounts of love to you all please spread the word it is going to be real cool on social after the show uh i'm going to get up out of here because i have some celebratory prosecco and chicken to eat uh, <laughs> which is going to be amazing uh until then until next week massive amounts of love to you all go check out spawn for good this weekend donate some money uh if you donate over 100 bucks you get a new spawn for good shirt uh, that we're going to put up that looks like the Swamp for Me, a Swamp for Good logo. So spread the word. We'll see you during the weekend. Much love to y'all and peace.